0: Welcome to the Million Dollar Listening Podcast. In this show, we aim to help people grow in all areas of life with the focus of getting to the next level. I'm your host, Mari Wines, realtor, marketing guru, real estate coach, and co-owner of E3 Realty.
1: All right, everyone, welcome back to Million Dollar Listening. I'm your host, Chris Restu, and it wouldn't be Million Dollar Listening if we didn't bring Mr. Canada Million Dollar Man himself, Sean Zuber, in. Uh, For those who don't know Sean, Sean is the co-founder of Stonehouse Realty. He's got many job titles. I'm not going to go through them all right now. I'll let Sean introduce himself here shortly, but I will tell you, he is definitely crushing up in Canada. If you have ever wanted to know the differences in, in the real estate between the United States and Canada, Tune in. You're gonna find out today. Uh Sean, tell us a little about you and all that kind of good stuff.
0: First off, bro, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. Um, obviously we're we're good buddies from the from the Tom Ferry ecosystem. So I really appreciate you coming on board. You've done the same for me. So thank you. Absolutely. Um yeah, bro, like um I can give you a quick background. I started real estate ten years ago. Um, so this is in twenty thirteen. It's obviously twenty twenty three right now. I've been in nothing but commission sales since I was 15 years old. So I kind of moved up from banking side, mortgage side, all that kind of stuff into straight real estate. Um, yeah, in 2013, I started real estate. I started my real estate team in 2015. 2017, we were doing maybe a couple hundred transactions a year at that point. 2017, we started Storehouse Realty, um, which is our only independent brokerage. For the first couple of years, we just wanted to have that boutique style brokerage where it was just my team, but my business partner, Adam Lloyds. Um, so we went to maybe like 30, 40 agents, give or take. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of happened to fall on us that there was an opportunity in the market. One of our good friends that I competed with in jiu-jitsu back in the days, uh, he was a realtor for about 10 years at that time, doing about 20 transactions a year, and he called me up and he's like, Hey Bo, like, how are you, how are you doing? couple hundred plus transactions in you know, like a third or fourth year of real estate. And it was just very straightforward. I'm like, I wish I could say it's genius, <laughs> but- <laughs> Hard work <laughs> and dedication? Yeah, hard work dedication and, and to be real, man, I just had a lot of really good mentors that spent the time with me and kind of uh, gave me the path. And if I can say I'm good at anything, it's I'm pretty good at execution. So I just followed what they said, made it happen. And vice versa, when I basically taught him everything that we were doing, he went from 20 to 90 transactions almost year over year. And then when we saw that, we're like, wow, if that works, it's not just us. It works for everybody, which we should have figured before. And we (laughs) decided, let's try to blow up this brokerage. And since 2019 to now, like our goal at the end of this year is to have a thousand agents. So it's been a pretty remarkable uh, growing path. But I've been blessed to be surrounded by a lot of um, ridiculously talented people and good friends like yourself. So, yeah. That's the long list. On the side, I also do I do project marketing, so we sell towers out and stuff like that. Uh, Vancouver is one of the most expensive places in the world per square foot. Uh, yeah, a little bit of it.
1: I love it. I love it. So there's a lot there, guys. So I'm gonna break it down for you guys a little bit. Sean does a lot of real estate. Okay, lots. Him and his company do mm-hmm. a lot. His buddy Adam, business partner Adam's phenomenal too um you know talking about where you're at location wise main, main hubs in Vancouver correct basically but where do you guys what do you guys cover in general I mean it's Vancouver for sure but where else
0: yeah so as of right now we're only in British Columbia so the west coast okay um I, we are getting licensed within the next two months to Alberta which is our, our next sister, part of profit mm-hmm. yeah um and then our our goal end end goal by end of next year is to be all over Canada and then the year after we'll
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. I I love to see the growth plan. I love to see you guys implementing what you guys have been wanting to do. Uh, like Sean said, we met at Tom Ferry Ecosystem, man, and we kind of hit it off, right? I was like, all right, man, let's go. You're Canada. We're America. Let's figure this thing out, right? We'll go global at one point, right? We'll figure this okay. out one way or the other. Um, but one of the things that you said, which I thought was you know very awesome, was the system works. Something that you said that I don't know if everybody else caught on to was like, I got to 100 transactions, and, and it worked. And then I told my buddy how to do it, and it worked. And, you know, I love systems. So tell me a little bit more about what, what that looks like to you guys. Like, what does that implementation look like? Is that cold calling? Is that email marketing? Is that networking? Like, what does that system look like so an agent understands, like, you can do 100 sides, no problem, but what does it look like?
0: Yeah, so to be real, it's a, it's a bit of everything. So I, I'll, I'll kind of go, maybe start with a little bit of a highlight. So Perfect. last year, you're close to 3 billion in sales, 3,000 almost transactions.
1: Uh, that was a B, guys. I wanna make sure you guys hear what that was. That was a bill, billion, not a million. Three billion dollars and good job.
0: But keep in mind though too, we're a little bit cheating where our average price point is 1.3. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't care how you get there, man. Three billion is three billion. You can count it every one.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but th- that being said, to do thousands of transactions, you really have to be systemized whatever. Um, I think one of the biggest faults that most agents and I kind of got stuck into at the very beginning until I found some mentorship as well. One of the biggest faults agents have in general is, for example, I worked in the uh, car business. I managed car dealerships before. You know, I've like I mentioned, I was always in sales from everything from like Best Buy or Best Buy equivalent to to car sales. Great salespeople don't necessarily become great realtors and i've seen this time and time again and the only reason for that is it's not because like real estate is 100 sales heavy don't get me wrong yeah it just they take it on as a sales job and when you work for a car dealership for example it's a dealership's uh job to bring that marketing to give you the phone numbers of people to call to be able to bring those what we used to call ops into the door yeah and
1: to, to your doorstep you right? talk to somebody
0: exactly right Whereas in real estate, and I think this is probably why we've grown so quickly, is we really teach that there's two different hats in real estate. You know, you have your CEO hat, which is basically you're working on your business, which is a separate job, separate title, 100%. separate time, you're doing it, everything. And then you have your worker or soldier, whatever you want to call it hat, which is just implementing. And unfortunately, a lot of us, myself included, it gets difficult to really differentiate those sometimes. So what ends up happening is a lot of people go into analysis paralysis and all they do is wear the CEO hat, expect that the business will come. Or some people just chase those deals and are looking, where do I get my next deal? For myself and really these systems as, as a high level, uh, overview of it, where these systems basically draw is we want our agents to take one hour a week, you know, uh, two hours a month, three hours a quarter and a day a year, to basically wear that CEO hat and plug out what they're gonna be doing in the next week. So during the week, because the biggest issue, and I hear this with brand new agents, we have a ton of agents, brand new agents come into our brokerage. um, They're all riled up, ready to go. They wanna sell real estate. They show up at the office and they're like, shit, what do I do? (laughs) Right? (laughs) The famous, oh shit, I'm here. Now what? (laughs) Exactly, now, right? so for us, I think it's very important and, and, to be real, it's even some of the experienced agents that are really good at referral that can close anybody. You know what I mean? They get stuck in that system too. Whereas all of a sudden they're servicing their clients 24/7, but their business is not growing because there is no business plan in place. So for us, like that, even myself, my ideal situation is: is today I'm a worker day. Everything I do today is in my calendar. I will not do more and I will not do less. Mm-hmm. Right. And so those days that I had this, my CEO day, those days I'm not working. All I'm doing is figuring out systems. And now I'm lucky enough because we have a vast admin staff that I no longer have to execute those systems in certain places or actually even create the system. I just find the problem and create how, what that problem solved and get them to do the system in and of itself. But when you're starting out and kind of where we had this, you know, meteoric rise, if you want to say, hopefully say that, I guess <laughs> is, the fact, is the fact that, um, it's been based on, these are the plans. Once the plans are in place, I don't try to tweak them every day. I don't try to figure out something new. I'm no longer working on those plans. All I'm doing is executing daily, mm-hmm. right? And then keeping another huge part of that is I tracked like a madman what we're doing during that execution process and then my next CEO day, which could be a week or two weeks down the road or whatever it is, it's a review tweak. And then we, that's when we execute on the new side. Right. And so it's, I think if, if, when it comes to systems, you and I could talk systems like 10 hours straight. Oh, all this
1: forever, forever and ever. But yes,
0: exactly, Right. But I think the most important thing is to, is the high level to realize first, like, Hey, you're in your CEO. Right. So you need to be your own boss and then you have to execute what you told yourself to do. And I feel like that's probably the number one issue of of why agents end up being less productive than they should. Right. And why they're not able to grow because there's no plan. We're just chasing the next deal.
1: It makes sense. It makes sense in general. So I appreciate that. Um, And I agree with you 100 percent. I think that it's, it's hard. I mean, I remember being a brand new agent. Um, I was lucky enough to get a draw to move from a, you know, a high paying commission job like yourself. I was I've been in commission since I came out of the womb basically. My mom said I could sell ice to Eskimo. Like I've been in hells yeah. like you, like said memberships. I sold worked out of play against sports as a manager, selling golf clubs and, and skis, you name it, man. I was selling everything I could pretty much get my hands on. Right. So I, I, I came in with that mindset but but realized and I and sometimes I have to be honest with you. Like we went through our mentorship program and relaunched it three weeks ago, and we took some of the time for our ecosystem, we broke it all down, and it was very eye-opening, right? Like, where the agent's skill set was, knowledge was, and understanding, okay, no, we're good that we we did this, because now we got 15 of you agents sitting in here, realizing where your guys' strengths and weaknesses are, and able to grow, but it's it's, like you said, you have to, at some point, realize, like, okay, yes, you have to be the CEO of your business. Every agent, just so you guys are fully aware, you are a CEO of your own business. You're a self-employed contractor, especially here uh, in the United States. You have yeah. to wear that CEO cap no matter what. At some point, you have to understand that nobody's going to come knocking on the door to save you, right? It's yeah. just not that's not how this business works, but you also, at the end of the day, have to put your calendar together. Like, you heard what Sean said, which was, I loved. I don't do any more, any less than this day. This is my calendar, and I'm just going to follow it, right? And we do this all the time with our agents. Like, what's your calendar look like? like I have a, a couple of our agents, they send me a tour of me every morning. And I go through it and be like, Okay, cool. How many hours of prospecting is in here? How many hours of education education in here? How many hours of this is in here? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Where where are we missing? Are we hitting our appointments are we hitting this? Like where where's our stuff at? Because if you're not working like that every single day with your business, it's not growing. You know? It's I, impossible. I'm
0: to... So so for me, calendars, like I said, I work strictly out of my calendar basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing. Then the other thing, too, is is a lot of people will put in their calendar, for example, we just mentioned, two hours to prospect. Mm-hmm. So yeah. well, I'm sure we'll get into this. We're huge in the online lead generation yeah. side and all that kind of stuff, but um, prospecting. So this is something that's caught myself up along the way many, many times, mm-hmm. is that I get full, I'm going to do my 100 dials or my 50 dials or whatever, and then we get into this point that we don't have, like, what is the goal of each one of those sessions? Right? So now I don't just teach you, you got to do the minimums. Like, you know, I taught very do you work backwards, which is we do the exact same stuff. Don't get me wrong. The, the difference is those, is we put this focus on, okay, two appointments a day or 25 contacts or this, whichever come first, but understanding that those are appointments are the goals and everything that we do whatever we put out, if it's content-based, it's whatever, we have a goal associated to what we wanna get in return on, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like a lot of us in real estate get stuck on the busy work because we feel like we've done something, mm-hmm. right? For myself, and you know, I, I get asked this all the time, like, how do you run a brokerage, real estate team, development, pilot's license, 10 weeks vacation a year, like all <laughs> the other, hand, oh, how do you do that shit? It's just planning. And then when I'm executing, I'm actually executing, you know, like that's the difference is I'm not at the coffee shop, like chatting up and this is my day of work, right? Like everything is planned and everything that I do, I'm expecting this result to come from it. Mm-hmm. And the difference in mindset, and I tell this to everybody, like you can go to a party or you can go to a party. thinking so you you going to pick up a listing, if you're going to the party, thinking up you're you're going to pick up a listing, the likelihood of you picking up the listing is 90% higher, way higher where 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 they just into a party right because what are you going to do you are potentially going to start talking to people you're potentially going to start breaking up real estate. you can potentially do things to move you
1: forward right? i love it it's like a plan man it's like you know and i'm going to say two things to 10% agree with you and i and i hate to say this out loud but sometimes you have to say like sometimes agents like to find the fake hustle totally. it's yeah. like listen guys like listen it's it's fake hustle you're 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 just acting like you're busy because you want to feel busy you're not really moving a target you're not really moving to that next level right or hey i'm going to a networking event i always ask oh great awesome i love networking events what's the goal like what do you mean what's the goal like you're going to an event with no goal is there do you have any do you have a guest list do you know who's going to be there who are the three to five people you want to conversate with and build better relationships with well are you looking to like what is the goal right because going to a networking event say i went to an event look like i had a good time like don't get me wrong it's okay but if i'm going to an event i'm going with a purpose like me and Sean, we're going to Scottsdale, Arizona, right? One of my goals, and this is one of the small many goals, right? This is one, but I want to get more hosts on Million Dollar Listening. I'm going to go in with five to 10 people that I want to talk to and get them on the next five to 10 episodes of Million Dollar Listening that are all around the world that do really good real estate and bring them into the show, right? That's just one little goal of going to this event that means you're going to be there for two days. There's also learning and, and everything else that's coming along, but you have to go in there with a plan. Right, there is yep. has to be a plan. You have to have a goal. And one of the things I love is you 100 agreed. Is and I don't even like the two hours of prospecting. I say, the guys, prospecting. But what is the goal like? And I agree with you. Like, 50 calls, 10 conversations, two appointments. So like, you know, on our screen in our major office over here, we have an 85 in the screen. And on there, you know, we have LP Mama up there in there in prospecting hours. Like, guys, the the last goal is the appointment. What's the follow up call? How many appointments are we booking? Right? How many calls are we going on? How many bookings? Excuse me. How many appointments are we going on? How many of the are we moving the deals forward, right? Like moving them forward, right? We just get into a little bit of, uh, um, I did what I was supposed to do, approach, yeah, right. No, no, no. Which yeah. are we still got to have a goal? You can't just be doing it now. Something you mentioned, and as I've I've always wanted to know because you guys do a lot of transactions. I mean, how many transactions you guys do last year?
0: Uh, was, just shot twenty-eight.
1: Just shot twenty hundred transactions, guys. That's a lot of transactions for a. For a brokerage right it's not a that's not a small amount of number right especially what happened with last year right interest rates doubling and everything else is still a massive amount of transactions i know a lot of your business comes from lead generation and i know we've talked about it a few times but just dive in a little bit more like how does that look for you guys i mean is it mostly listen new agents come on board our lead gen program's where it's at here's the calls here's the appointments here's the training you have to take to get in like what does that look like for an agent and and what does that look like for you as your brokerage
0: so it's always a constant evolving process. We have those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we relocked a lot of things in January. Um, but I would, this is the thing. So when I started real estate, there wasn't really any online lead generation. You know, like how it, I did my first six deals in my first six weeks and it just came from straight grind, no business planning, just a 100% hustle, door knocking, calling Fizzbos, all that kind of trip. I say garbage, it all still works, but
1: it's <laughs> Different ways, of getting, different ways of getting business. But hey, you got six of them, right? So there you go.
0: So uh, I happened to meet a mentor that was actually down in Alabama and I was researching all these different things and I found this uh, company called Commission Zing, Zing, right? And so I convinced my business partner at the time was actually on his team, which he didn't know how to run a team from a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he'd been an agent for 10 years, making a half a million bucks, then it's time to like start a team. Yeah. So anyways, I convinced him to go afters with me and let's let's get this commissioning website, which was like 5k a month back then when you're like two years into real estate. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of of time. Right. So but I'm like the biggest issue in all real estate hands down is and I think this is also another issue that most realtors when they get into the business, they have this massive shock you know, they all watch Million Dollar Listing and think it's negotiations and it's cool TikTok videos and stuff like that. It's all part of it. But the reality is, is we are not. And I, and I say this lightly because customer service and all these things are super important. But I say this. If you could be the best negotiator, the best customer service rep, your clients could absolutely love you. But if you have no clients, you still make zero dollars. Right? So we are the business of client acquisition. That's actually what we're in. The- Work biscuits of of finding next person that wants to buy and or sell real estate simple as that and so for myself i'm like okay there's got to be guys that are doing a deal a day and there's nobody up here there's gotta be guys doing blah blah, blah. so i i searched the states because obviously you guys have 10 times more of the population than we do so i figured we'd find
1: something <laughs> you find find for sure you'll find it,
0: and and so it did and what i liked about um, the online lead generation side. And now, obviously, it's a very saturated market. It's completely different then. But what I liked about it was I pay $6 and I get a name, phone number, and email to call, right? So up here in Canada, there's no such a thing as, I, I can't buy cell phone numbers, right? So I can't even cold call cell phone numbers. It's only landlines. We have a do not call list, which 80% of the people that are landlines are probably on, are on Yeah, are on it. And mm-hmm. the other... It's are 90 years old and aren't moving anywhere right well cold calling straight phone lines is very difficult up here now it's just not really worthwhile as much so I like the fact that okay coming from a sales background and coming from something that is going to be more business-oriented I spend X amount of dollars right and I get X amount in return as an almost guarantee mm-hmm. right that's why I really like online leadership. there really isn't anything for Google ads and Facebook ads that compare to you spend five bucks, six bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it is, and you get name, phone number, email. Now, obviously, during that intention uh, uh, scale, some are going to be way better leads and some are going to be (laughs) 1-800-go-screw-yourself.
1: Oh, I (laughs) mean, hey, hey, I'll tell you real quickly, I love it, but I'll tell you guys something. If you want to get in real estate and you don't get a fuck off, you are not working hard enough, okay? Because I promise you Uh if I do it, if you're not getting them and don't get offended by it, listen, you're gonna get people that sign up for shit and tell you, Who are you? Get out of here. Yeah. So keep going, Sean. I apologize. I, I just, it's funny because I oh, i feel like I'm yeah. listening to myself <laughs> talk to myself sometimes.
0: <laughs> well, I literally had the fuck off board when I started. That's hilarious. And every fifth fuck off, I would reward myself to a steak dinner. So there you go. Side note. <laughs> um, but that's what I really liked on my leads to kind of circle back to that is the fact that I, I had guaranteed people to call now, I had guaranteed people. And, and one thing that I learned from the car biz that my old managers used to say is like, hey, listen, Sean, anybody walks on that lot, they tell you they're just looking, they're bullshit. Nobody takes a Sunday off and just comes locked a lot. And they were lying in the fact that there are some guys that are there every single Sunday for the free hot tops and just like, <laughs> you
1: know, That's like, no. people go to Costco to get their samples and don't buy shit. Love it. Exactly. So there it is
0: maybe the one or 2% that are like that. But the reality is, even though online leads, like the best in the world, close at two percent ratio, which which I feel like is even higher than most. Probably mm-hmm. half a percent is realistic. Yeah. Uh, however, every one of those people that sign up in general usually actually have some buying intent. It's just they may not want to give you the correct information. They may have a realtor. They don't want to deal with you. Whatever the scenario may be, but they didn't sign up to look at homes, right? Because they're just trying to see the value of their house. Like that's like one out of a thousand in my in my personal. So I really like the opportunity is now I can build a business around this because I know I can put up X amount of dollars, get X amount of leads. And as long as I build my follow-up systems, build my scripts, build my timing, learn how to actually deal with these clients, I can guarantee X amount of deals. So that's one of the reasons that we've always been super heavy. So just recently, I just got back from India uh, about a month and a half ago. We We started this tech company about three years ago, but now we actually have uh, 10 employees out there, two locally. And we built out our own CRM that is more or less uh, similar to Commissions Inc, Boomtown, like that type of deal. Yeah. Um, I it integrate ChatGPT and a whole bunch of other cool stuff in it. But yeah, we've been super heavy on the online lead generation. I would say my personal team that you know will do about 300 transactions, be or take. 60%, uh, 70% of our transactions come from online. It's
1: still, So still good uh, now. That's a lot. I mean, that's a huge, yeah. huge amount of business comes from online lead gen. So you guys got it pretty dialed in then. I mean, you're talking over 150, 160 sides. Um, of, and it was those mostly buyers, sellers. Like, how does that break down? How-
0: yeah, online leads, generally speaking, it, it would probably, we we tried tracking this a little bit. It's around 75%, give or take, buy side. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them are having to sell to buy. Uh, but uh, most, most of the time it's on the buy side, um, but what we're trying to do is convert some of those now into our seller leads, what's your home worth and all that kind of other stuff. I just find that, um, yeah, it's about 75% is on the buy side.
1: Okay. And then, um, and just, you know, online lead guys, like, I mean, what he basically, is, I mean, what I love is, you know, what are, what is the business that we're in, right? We're in client acquisitions, so that's our job, right? And everybody wants to say, you know, that's not the hardest part of the job. It's doing the actual day to day task when you have a client. But if everybody can get clients, guys, we'd all be billionaires right now. The hardest part of our job is getting new business. Right. And I think that's the one thing that you got to have as many opportunities as possible. So if your agents are out there and you guys are or don't have people to talk to, that's the number one thing you have to figure out is who can I talk to on a daily basis and what is my business plan to get you to talk to more people, because this is a very math equation, guys. It's conversations lead to appointments. Appointments lead to deals, right? Like you have to talk to people, whether it's your sphere, whether it's at an open house, whether it's cold calling, whether it's email marketing, text marketing, all of that kind of good stuff. Now, we talk about online lead gen. Just so you guys know, I mean, for the newer agents out there, that's there's a huge amount of online lead gen. I mean, you got from Zillow paying leads to realtor.com to commissions, inks, to KV course, to Facebook ads, to Google pay-per-click. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. What do you feel shot is where your your bread and butter is in that realm? Is it Facebook, Google, pay per click? Is it just what? What do you, where where do you feel that you're getting your best bang for buck?
0: So for us, we kind of focus on two separate things. So we don't really Zillow doesn't really stop here. It does, but it, it's not. Really-
1: well, we would like that here in America too, to be honest with you. So whatever you guys <laughs> did up there in Canada, could can you share that secret down here? In- yeah, oh, had to, had oh. to. Yeah.
0: So it doesn't really exist here. So I would say right now we're running about 70% Google pay-per-click ads and 30% Facebook. What I like to do is I actually like to go Facebook heavy with, um, Facebook and Instagram. We do a lot of lead generation based on our listings. We find it's much better for the listing side. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we do a lot of like, uh, what's the best way to put this like monthly activity reports and videos. Yes. So we have, a uh, our team has a full-time videographer, so we're putting out almost 70 pieces of content a month. Most of those we run Facebook and uh, Instagram ads off of. Mm-hmm. Those get pulled into uh, one of our CRMs. I, Why I like Facebook is, generally speaking, the intent level isn't as high because they're not through the process. They're not searching as they yeah, are. Yeah,
1: they're not looking for real estate. They're just on Facebook scrolling, right?
0: Exactly. So something brought up their attention, but what I really like about them is for the database growth because, uh, lead ads, uh, they auto-populate all the information that's currently in Facebook already. So you have a lot more right names, right numbers, right email addresses. So, and there is some intent cause they are clicking on that ad. Yeah. So the things so that we go heavy on Facebook is we do a lot of like pre construction and pre sale. So we'll try to sell out the tower, tower 200 units or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go heavy on that build a massive database. So, and it's a lot cheaper per. I, one of the sites that we did, we were getting per lead like a dollar sixty.
1: Oh, you do it all day long. I mean, that's yeah, cheaper. So you that got... correct so, name, so... correct name, and email for a dollar sixty. You're like, sure, let's just keep doing that because all you're doing is 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 they're in your database at that point. I imagine you guys are doing email marketing, retargeting. Like once they're in, guys, just so you guys are fully aware how this works. And I know Sean's going to say this probably here in two seconds guys agents like listen once you have people in your in your database your job is to keep them front and center and not be able to leave your web right like they're yeah. there right so which, like i imagine you guys are retargeting doing everything else right as well but yeah. you guys dollar 60 a lead for a correct name and phone number
0: yeah it's cheap and they do have some intent because they're looking at getting into a pre-sale mm-hmm. uh we do quite a few pre-sales here so they're looking to and they may not complete in three years so they're putting their deposits down and uh, waiting for these towers to be built or whatever, it ha- whatever having. So for us, these are usually a lot of them are investor, end user, whatever it may be, but to have that database and then every single new project that comes up, we're marketing that database, mm-hmm. right? With, maybe they didn't get a unit. They didn't like the unit outline, whatever it may be, we can put them into the next one and we continuously remarket those guys and they're getting calls. They're getting, like he said, we do bonbons. We do, uh, email marketing stuff. We invite them to, uh, uh a bunch of different events. So we get face to face time and have more of the networking. So we do like, uh, uh, investor seminars. I'll bring up some clients from mine on stage that, you know, started with $75,000 and now, now we're $4 bucks because of oh, their f- investment in the last six years. Right. So yeah, awesome. there's, a diff- there's a lot of different things that you can do. Uh, I just like it, it is, it is the modern day marketing is using the social media platforms and, and Google these days, we do do some mail out, we do do some of that kind of stuff, but it generally we haven't had the feedback. And what we do do a mail outs, it's usually connected to a video with a QR code that goes to our Facebook, that goes to YouTube, that allows us to track that. So it's, it's, it's this more, this ecosystem that they go into when they get a piece of mail versus just the once, once a month draw like it used to be.
1: All right, Sean, I'm going to ask you the question everybody's going to ask. How do we get 360 million people's information and let's go? Because I think that's the next (laughs) step, right? Like, let's just get 360 million people in America's information and let's go, right? Like, (laughs) that's it in the next hour, right?
0: You got to ask the Facebook guys and Instagram guys how to do that. But um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) the answer in my backyard, I should probably go get them.
0: There you go, man. There you go. Ask Dr. Brooke. Uh, for me though, that's I, I think growing the database is huge. I think uh, trying to get leads for as cheap as you possibly can, because those will eventually convert in turn, is one of the one of the premier ways to be able to work forward. And if you're a new agent, or even if you're an agent that's trying to go from zero to hero, like we had rookies of the year at Greater Vancouver Real Estate Board, we're not a huge board, but there's almost twenty five thousand people at B, or twenty five thousand agents in PCs. So it's not tiny, even. That's still a good size board. Otto yeah it's bored, board. Mm-hmm. and these guys are doing 109 transactions in their first year that's awesome and running the exact same systems that we're, we're talking about right now so i feel like if you're looking to pop your business up right off the hop if you're looking to uh if you're just starting from real estate i think investing in online leads is going to be and investing in the time to learn the scripts investing in the time to follow up etc that's probably the quickest way to make make money in real estate.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I love that. And let's talk about what I just, you know, you actually kind of knew my next question, Rex. I know what you're doing at nine o'clock today. Just so you guys know, I know Sean's schedule. kind of scary. But at nine o'clock today, his team will be doing what, Sean?
0: Yeah. So we do, uh, so with the brokerage, we're huge into mentor. I know you guys are as well. It's very similar. We're huge into mentorship. Um, we're huge into training. Like we do 52 training sessions a month, including one on one sessions. Uh, everything, we just started this new system called Stonehouse Lodge, which basically every one of those sessions is recorded. It's all put into, uh, if you've ever been to like grad, Carnegie, grad for the university. So it's all, all put up into different sections. You can, uh, rate courses, you get PDP, which is our every two years, you got to do X amount of learning for our board. You get PDP credits for it. Uh, you can see, you get certifications on what you've completed. So for us, it's, it's huge because we know our agents are moving one step, uh, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the things that we get asked constantly is how do we talk to these clients when we're called? Right? So, uh, today, every Tuesday at nine o'clock I hop on the call and I have between 50 to 150 agents that are hopping on there. They're watching me call leads and we're doing rebuttals yep. and it's crazy. I, I feel like, especially if you're a new team lead or if you're a team leader in general, one of the things that I consistently have to relive is you got to lead from the front. Right? So, uh, one of the things I, I do hear this all the time. And if you're an agent, you're guaranteed you're going to know what I'm saying If to do on my leads is these leads suck. I can't do anything with it to so whatever it may be. Right. I hear this consistently all the time. So I got to come in sometimes because I've done hundreds of houses calls and show what's up. So I have full times where I call three people that are last time I called those Nine hundred and seventy-two day old lead. Seven agents had called, right, and nobody booked an appointment. First call of the day, booked the appointment. All live while everybody else is watching. Love it, <laughs> love it. And talking about one point three million dollar place So I yeah, I heard a Oh fuck you, Sean. Of course you booked that one.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> hey, this reminds me of good Larry, and Ross. A, B, C. Always be closing. Brother, that's it. Oh, I love it.
0: And and to be real, and the best part is, is the script that they all have and literally said it almost word for word. Right. right. It just shows how well it works. So for me, leading from that front is something that's important, but it's also important for the agents to actually see it work because that would build confidence in them. Mm-hmm. Too many times I've seen it. We have a lot of team leads in our brokerage that are trying to push the online lead stuff, but they built their business based on uh, referrals or whatever it is. They're trying to like Hey, hand it down. You got to do your calls. You got to do your calls. You got to, do... and they've never really done their calls before. It's very difficult for somebody to be like, okay, I'm going to do my calls, but you don't, or you have
1: No, you got to lead. <clears throat> you got to lead by example. I'm with you, hundred percent, man. Like, um, I love that. And for all you leaders out there, like, you know, it's it's tough, but you got to be vulnerable. Like, if yeah, you want to lead, if you want to lead, man, and you want to let people see, like, everybody will tell you, man, I'm I'm a high D personality. I know you are too. Like. I don't give two shits either. It's done or it's not, but I will never ask anybody on our team never do something I've not done or won't do it in front of you. I'm always doing it, and you have to. Like, like if you don't, if you don't lead by example, people will just be like, "Oh, he's just, just trying to tell people to do what he doesn't want to do." No, 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 no. I do call hours here between four thirty and six, and I have a couple agents that are here every day, consistent, guaranteed here making calls, booking appointments, and I have a few that come on Zoom and do their thing, right? And but all the time like in our e3 announcement threads last night we started i said you know what we're just going to have all the owners lead by example because we know what needs to be done we need to know how many conversations you've had and appointments you book everybody this is what it's going to be like in our e3 announcement thread now and they're like what's going on i'm like guys if you're not having these types of days you're not doing business so let's make sure we lead by the front and show and if you need to work on your role play scripts and you got to dial those things in we have role play times and you you just you got to you got to practice what you're going to do, right? You can't just go into your first expired phone call and be like, Yeah, hey, how are you doing today? My name is Chris from E3 Realty. I just saw your house was no longer on the market. Yeah. Did you sell it? Like they just didn't know, what? Buy. Like you got to be prepared and be ready to rock and roll. So, no, I love that, Sean, 100%. So, um, one last
0: fail in front of your people, too. So, like, I'll, I give you one example, but there's been lots of examples where I have 10 calls in and I can barely get a hold of somebody or There's language barriers, whenever this theory is. But if you walk away distraught, like, oh, that sucked, Mm -hmm. they're going to be like, well, that's my every single day. You know what I mean? You have to understand that this is part of the off list. This is part of the business. You just have this consistency going. And I feel like leading from the front is probably one of the most important things. Nobody wants to follow somebody. That's just their boss from behind whipping at them, right? They want to be motivated. And if you can motivate by just leading by example, it's absolutely.
1: And I agree, like, I mean, it's funny. We we crack some jokes sometimes, but, like, how many hangups we got today? Yeah. Like, you know, and you got to make it fun. Like, nobody wants to, you know, it's not fun every single day. And sometimes, guys, in in prospecting, the consistency, in, and I know Sean will agree probably 100% here, is our job is to be consistent as possible. Like, that is really our job in some avenues. Like, yes, you got to prospect. Yes, you got to do all these things. But if you don't do it consistent, not you're not going to get any momentum. You're not going to get any... It's like a choo-choo train. You guys gotta start it, but it only keeps going if you stay consistent. And even when you have bad days or bad weeks with prospecting and making calls, guys, it's easy to give up. It is. Don't get me wrong. But the winners are the ones that say, you know what? Come in, new attitude, new day, shake it off. What's my goals? What's my thing? And just get after it. You know, and a lot of times, you know, I tell people they're like, Oh, I haven't been doing good on my phone calls. I'm like, Well, okay, let's see what you're going on. And they're sitting down, they're slouched stove. I'm all right, get up. Jumping jacks, let's hit ten of them. No, 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 you got to have the energy. All right, cool, let's stand up and now let's go through our script. Boom, 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 and then get on the phone and, and make those calls. And actually, you know, people are like, they want to talk to me. I'm like, well, yeah, because you have the energy, right? Your energy is coming through the phone on the other side. And we don't realize that. So, agents, if you guys are feeling like quitting or you feel like it, something's not working, one of the things Sean has said multiple times on this, and I will tell you the same thing right now is getting a mentor. Getting somebody who's going to lead by example, somebody's going to continue to to help you grow your business and help you see that, look, sometimes we have to have tough conversations with agents to let them know, like, look, no, that's an excuse. And sometimes we have to be there as a shoulder of the crown. We get it. You know, I mean, our our job's multiple levels in, in leadership and leadership and we get it. Life is hard sometimes, but in business, you got to make sure that you are doing the tasks that are going to get you to the goal that you want to get to. And whatever that goal is, for that project, like Sean said on his ads and he's running every single thing that they're doing, they're doing it with a purpose, with a goal at the end. And so you just got to know that, right? Doing something just to do it doesn't work, okay? Yeah,
0: I And to add to that, Chris, I think one of the things, because I get get asked quite often, like, Mm -hmm. what makes you motivated? How do you stay motivated? Yeah. The thing is, is that, and this is, I've I've been really heavy into like the stoicism, stuff like that. Yeah. uh, year and not to get into too much of that jazz but the the way i look at it is we are naturally would reward ourselves based on success so for example right um i've heard this many times oh man if i if i do uh if i close this deal and i get paid fifty thousand dollars commission i'm buying myself a little like, something or whatever right i'm, I'm gonna order myself this the reality is is once you close a deal like that is the word in and of itself. You're making 30,000, you're making 50,000, I mean, yeah 10,000, whatever you're doing. That is the reward in and of itself. So you're just double dopamine hitting yourself with like reward after reward after you've already got the reward and the outcome, right? Instead for myself, I don't, I don't ever reward my outcome. I don't celebrate the year end. I celebrate through the year. And what I mean by that is it is not the outcome that created the outcome. It is the work that created the outcome So click that F off more and just like all those other things that we we're talking about yep. prior for me, it is I reward the action. So I did X amount of uh, calls today. I talked to X amount of people I booked the X amount of appointments. Right. And I don't give a shit. And this is the great thing about planning is I don't care about tomorrow. I don't give a shit about year end. I don't give a shit about a quarter. All I care about is what my phone says to do today. And my phone says i have to do this 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 today and i need to execute at this level and get this return today that's all that matters my goal plan in other days i don't have to think in the future i don't nothing it's just the action today and that if i execute that action to the best of my ability i reward myself on that top. and it could be a reward as far as like i'm going to go do something i like if i if i call five days in a row and i hit x amount of appointments i haven't got paid for many of that but that will all lead to money I'm gonna reward myself for those actions. I.e., every five fuck offs that I got, I took myself to a steak dinner. Yeah. Did I get it? That? No, but the thing is, I actually did get a deal off. That funny enough, because how I came up with that five is I knew on average every three to five fuck offs, I had appointments and I had clients that I was working with from all the yeses along the way. Absolutely. Right? But instead, it's a mind shift. Is now every time I get a fuck off, I'm like, woohoo, one on the board. Yeah. Because I feel I'm that much. Cl- oh, I lost it, there? I know I'm that much closer to getting to uh, a steak dinner versus. Oh, the guy told me to fuck off. Uh, I'm not going to call today anymore. These guys are a loser. And move on. Right? It's a different kind of mentality. You you see the guys that are hyper successful in sports, in business, and whatever. They get focused on the work. Like the work makes them happen. The work makes them feel like they're they're, they're getting a reward from it. Right. Yes. Whereas the rest, the guys that are focusing on the results from the Lamborghinis, I will I'll just tell you something there is. Okay. And I just, this might sound the douchiest thing that you've ever heard of this podcast, but I'm just gonna be very strict. All good. Do you, when you make a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars the first time, you're not a happier person. Now you want to make half a month. When you make a half a million, you're not a happier person. When you make a million, you're not a happier. When you make two million, you're not a happier person. I'll let you know when I make ten million, what I'll feel like. But my (laughs) dad's you're
1: not gonna be a happy person. (laughs) I'm not gonna be a happier person,
0: right? At the end of the day, what makes me happier is the growth and the fact that I'm working day to day, the amount of money, like especially for myself, you guys can see some animals about it. I'm big into hunting, fishing outdoors. Like that's what I do. Yeah. I don't need to make two hundred grand a year to be able to do what I do. Yeah. Right. That stuff makes me happy, but what makes me happy in business is growth. What makes me happy in business so that I'm moving one step forward. What makes me happy in business that when I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. Right? And at the end of the day, I can go to bed at night knowing that i worked my ass off. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one thing, the one thing that humans can do that no other animal or anything else on the planet can do, and Marcus Aurelius really talks about this, right? Is that when a, a, a lion wakes up in the morning or a Wolf late wakes up in the morning or what we have up here. Grizzly bears wake. What's a grizzly bear do? Grizzly bear wakes up and does grizzly bear shit. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm going to go munch on a deer. I'm going to do whatever the hell I got to do. I'm a fucking grizzly bear, right? Humans who have 10 times more power than grizzly bears, what do we do most of the days? We're fighting taking the covers off the top of our heads to get out and execute, right? And the problem sometimes, and to be real with big goals, is that if you never accomplished any of those goals, you think today doesn't matter. In many cases, right? Because re- realistically, and I'm I'm just gonna be straightforward. Yeah. Today, meet all that. You know, the reality is, if if I got 365 days to do something, right? Does one day actually matter? The likelihood is very little, right, that it matters. But the problem is, the compounding of every day doesn't matter. Keeps going, and to nothing getting fucking done. Yeah. Right. So when I take away the long-term goals, those are all there, but those are in those CEO sessions, mm. and my day-to-day activity is just what my phone says I have to do. It's a complete game changer. This is what I need to do. Just execute today. I'm going to shit about the rest of the time. And then when day comes, I review, manipulate, and continue down the line.
1: I love I love it. And, and I agree 100% with what you said. I mean, listen, it's like lead measures, lag measures. Everybody cares about the commission check. I'm like, guys, if this is the only thing that you get excited about about being an agent is the check, guess what? You're not going to be here long. Like, you're just not. You just, it can't be just the check, right? It's helping people. It's customer service. It's, it's the grind, like, you have to be excited for the day-to-day wins. And those little wins could be, like Sean said, booking the appointments. That could be, hey, I went on an appointment, I got a new listing agreement. That listing agreement, you better be excited, right? The the open house, and you had a good open house, like, those are the things that, that you have to be excited about because if not, it's only just a $50,000 check. Man, those are 60, 90, 120 days out if you do everything right all the time, right? Yeah. And if you take your foot off the gas you're gone it, it doesn't work in our industry our industry is very um and i'll say something that i agree with you with a little bit the uh, actually a lot a lot of sales people don't do well here and, I, and i'll tell you why and you you nailed it earlier um i've seen our industry like you sales people like instant gratification sales love the instant gratification they love the I won, I got what I wanted and, and and you come from retail or car sales or anything along those lines where the transaction is 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour and a half, two hours, start to finish with the client compared to something where you're building relationships and you're going out multiple days, multiple weeks, and it takes a long time. That instant gratification isn't there. It's just not there to I sold something, right? Your instant gratification has got to be the little things, right? You know, and it's a blessing every day that we could tell people with some of the biggest, per- biggest things they do in their life. Like, think about it. What's, I mean, outside of marriage and kids, I mean, we got to be one of the top things up there, right? Where, I mean, where, I mean, Vancouver, what, a million bucks to buy a property, right? Like, people said, I'm going to spend a million dollars, and Sean, you are going to help me. That's a pretty big decision for a lot of people, right? So, we're gifted to be a part of people's, some of the biggest life decisions. And we have to understand that at the end of the day, like, this job, isn't all about paychecks. And if you think of it as just a paycheck, guys, I'm telling you right now, you will not be in real estate long because, A, people know it's all about the money for you, number one, and number two, you're you you're not gonna see the paychecks you want unless you put the little task works in on the daily calendar, like Sean's saying, like, if your calendar's not dialed in and I just do this stuff every single day, right? If you're having a hard time, like he said, getting out of bed, it's gonna be a tough industry for you, man. Like, you gotta be wanting to get out of bed, get, get into work, get to the gym, I know Sean's late night workouts, early morning workouts. You know, I do the same thing usually early in the morning, get in, work out. You know, it's uh, funny, uh, me, Aaron, uh, Coach Aaron, you know, a lot of our mentors, right? Uh, Ryan, we have a, a group that talking shit about working out all the time, right? Accountability. Like, uh, you know, uh, what was it yesterday? I go, it seems like it's a party of one in here, right? Because I'm the working out and shit, talking shit to these guys, right? And next, you actually know they're all, they're working out. I'm like, what do you guys think? I'm going to give you guys more than two days off of not posting your shit? No, let's get after it, right? Like, You just got to have, you know, the mindset of just knowing that like life is a blessing and you got to take advantage of it. And I know something we didn't talk about yet. And I'm going to finish on this with you is, I mean, family's super important to you, Sean. I know that. Um, I see it online. I I, I, I see what's going on. I mean, we have to understand at the end of the day, there's a work life balance. And one thing for Sean is he's done a phenomenal job with this. I know we have about four minutes, Sean, before this. So I know you got to get your nine o'clock, but. I want you guys to understand, you can have all you want in life. Sean owns multiple companies, right? right. Does tons of transactions. Okay. Has a huge work-life balance. So let's talk about, like, your family. Pilot license real quick so we can kind of finish this off so people can understand, like, you can have it all if you want.
0: Yeah, um, This is the thing, bro. When, when we people... Actually, you... To kind of segue... Both sides, like you mentioned something that's huge, which is this instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everything that we talked about before, like, and I'm not just gonna say even salespeople, salespeople are probably at it, but in general, our society, due to Instagram, Facebook, which would be amazing real estate tools, have also turned into instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? You don't see people posting like their fat pics. You see them posting like me shredded, right? Mm-hmm. And you in the we, we go into this world of comparing yourselves to everybody else. You know you see million dollar real estate agents and this guy and that guy um and you know obviously the stuff that i put out is going to be flattering to me as well that is the reality yeah and i'm not handing out me me doing my you know 500 cold calls you know it's just something we don't do it's probably something we should do more up but the point of what i'm trying to say is is and this will lead kind of into this life balance is this instant gratification i think chris is what you hit, hit the nail on the head with is Understanding like when you start this, I, I'm doing part of this balance. Uh I'm gonna be going to Scottsdale with you next week. And then later on in the week, I'm running a hundred kilometer ultra marathon in Utah, in the Zion Mountains. I started running six months ago. Okay, and I've lost like 30 pounds since then and I've been heavy on the training and so on and so forth. But day one, day one sucked. And I'm looking for instant gratification. I'm looking for like, oh, I feel like a million bucks. No, after I got off the treadmill, I did not feel like a million bucks. I felt <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a fifteen or twenty minute rut, like not even a five K. And I felt like hanging myself. Like it was horrible. Right? Absolutely horrific. And I only did it because I read a Goggins book and Cameron Haynes' books, which are both guys I absolutely love. I'm the fucking I'm thinking about hundred kilometer ultra. Yeah. Right. So yeah. within 45 days, I ran my first marathon. And I know this is what a lot of people are thinking is like, and I just barely ran that just to be clear. Whenever you start something, you're starting the cold calling, when you're starting the, whatever, you are going to suck. So do not expect to be good. Do not expect that instant gratification, but you will be surprised how quickly, right? Six months, the grand scheme of things I'm 39 years old (laughs) registered in six months. That is a flash in your lifespan, right? The fact that I could go from the running, and this is the same thing to do as whatever, with 15 minutes, I'm like cooking my freaking guts out, you know, fat slop, to yesterday I ran 32 kilometers, right? Which is like 20, just shy of 20K or 20 miles, like 18 miles, right? In three hours with no break and felt amazing coming off afterwards, right? From that in six months is massive. But now if I went the mentality at the beginning, of like, okay, I need this instant gratification, right? I would never get to this point. So the accumulation of days of like putting up with the shitty stuff and being proud of yourself to at least get on that treadmill, even though you creeped after 15 minutes or five minutes, whatever it is, and you basically had to walk the rest to where you get to is going to be massive. So understanding that's why it's, it's it's that pride in that day-to-day. And it's the same thing that comes with life balance. Yes, 100% you can. Have, as I mentioned last year, I had 10 weeks off. I pre book, but how life balance works and for me. anyways. I'm sure everybody has something different is I, I am a complete understanding that when people say life balance, most people think 50, 50, mm-hmm. that is not the case. Okay. So let's just be very clear with that. My personal life is about 25%. Right. When I'm out sleeping and my business is still about 70, 75%. I'm just gonna be very straightforward. The difference is this. Okay. And this is where I've continuously trying to work on when I had closer to 40 or 50 and I'm spending time with my kids and we're all just sitting on the couch and they're playing their games and I'm watching a TV that is not positive interaction. Like I could be doing other things because they don't even know I'm there to yell at them to get their attention. Correct. Right. So what I've really done is a, my calendar planning, all these things allow you to leverage yourself to a point where Yes. I have this, this year, I have six weeks family vacation planned, but that was planned as of January 1st for the entire year, right? So it's pre-booked flights are paid as much as I could. You know, we already went to Mexico, we, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I sit down with my wife and we just like in business, we plan all the days off. I try to 100% cause I don't work usually Sundays. I try to 100% have that day planned with my kids, right? These are the things we're doing. These are the activities we're doing. And I'm away from my phone. Everything's forwarded to who need to be. I set up lever systems. This may not be able to happen for you in your first year mm-hmm. to be, you can have some balance. Like I wake up at four 30 work out. Like I did an hour and a half run this morning and whatever it may be, right. But planning and having all these s- systems in place is absolutely the first step. The second step, and this is why I say maybe a little bit more difficult. The first year is really leveraging. My focus is recruitment, coaching. Transactional portion. So I'm actually talking with a client and I don't even really do a lot of individual sales anymore. Majority of my teams do, but I deal with the developers. So developer meetings, right? And then systems and planning and organization. Those are my jobs. You know, booking a session like this, booking uh, training sessions, whatever. I have admins, I have everything that do all of that kind of stuff, right? So really learning the leverage portion of the business down the line. But 1000% you can, like I, when i she pods, like I do probably about six, six weeks with the family, two to four weeks, I travel for myself, like sporadically, like I know what hunts, I do this, whatever it may be, um, just for my mental recharge, right? But all of that stuff is pre-planned. Anyway.
1: Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, and I don't know, really, I got right now, We you have a few minutes left. So I just want to thank you, Sean. Um, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate you, brother. I can't wait for next week, man. We're going to have a great job. Um, Thank you for coming on Million Dollar Listening. As always, man, tons of feedback, tons of knowledge. Uh, And I wish you nothing but great blessings, man, and everything that you're looking to do, you and Adam and the team and up in Canada and over to America, whatever. There's so much stuff out there for all of us to win at the end of the day. Just helping each other get to that next level is all that this is about. So appreciate you coming on Million Dollar Listening, man. I will see you next week, and we will have some great dinners, I guarantee you. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me. You too, man. Take- awesome, man. Bye-bye.